All right, this is me introducing myself. I'm in the monologue because we're in a lockdown, so I can't really see people. Um, today I talk about uh, viruses, a little bit about bacteria. I just talk about the biology, what little I know about it. So I'm not an expert by no measure. Um, and then I talk about the stock market, um, just my experience in it a little bit. Talk about I talk about the piano. I've been playing a lot on piano, so it makes me think about the piano a little bit more. Draw parallels between life and basketball and the piano. Um, so yeah, that's what I do. Uh, so to the to the <laughs> to the few but growing listeners out there uh, of my podcast, um, hope you guys enjoy. Okay, monologue number two during this pandemic lockdown. I should be doing more of these. It's kind of therapeutic. Um, some of the thoughts that I had throughout the week. There's a, a revision about my biology education because when I was younger, about middle school, I think maybe it was high school, but I learned there was a difference between virus and bacteria. Um, I forget what the difference was, but I mean, with bacteria, we had to learn everything about like cell walls, cell nuclei. Um, like those traits they shared with actual other cells, but viruses, I don't think they're cells. Yeah, they, uh, there's some of the properties that that the virus had um, weren't shared with cells or bacteria. Bacteria were a little bit more complex. That's, that was my understanding. But anyway, when I learned about viruses and bacteria, I, I think I thought, or I was, I think I was taught that viruses like the requirements that they needed to to be alive was moisture and um body temperature and that's why human human beings were such good hosts for viruses because we had that um we have moisture we have uh warm body warm temperature at least more so than than the outside so that's what i thought um but that's but then the coronavirus happened and I was like wait wait there's something off here because the coronavirus can survive on surfaces for multiple days and these surfaces like plastics clothes they don't have moisture they don't have high body temperature or just high temperature in general so then I was like wait there's something off about at least what I think I took from my education um, and it so happens I think I read that viruses require certain things to function but not to survive and there's a difference because the virus's function is to replicate itself um, and grow and spread uh, as much as possible and that's its function but just because it can't do that when certain conditions aren't present that doesn't mean it dies it just won't, it just won't be able to perform perform its function so that was a um, that was a nuanced difference that I learned about viruses. Uh, it might be that I just completely am mis- misremembering my education, uh, but it did it did have me revisit um, viruses. Um, yeah, 
So that's one thought. Um, I've been there's a, there's a there's a chat that we have amongst our coworkers about finance. None of us are really financial experts. I mean, some of us are more experienced than others, and we we get pretty excited about the stock market. We get surprised by it. Uh, pleasantly sometimes, sometimes unpleasantly. Uh, but I think we're all in the consensus that uh, the decisions that you make in investing during this climate are important uh, and they can have consequences, positive or negative. Um, some, of the, some of the stocks that I've been picking up, um, well, Apple I picked up I think about two weeks ago or three weeks ago. When it was at like 229, and it's gone up um, about 17% since. So that was a good pickup. And that was because my coworker urged me to go ahead and buy it. Um, yeah, Google was another one I picked up. Uh, I got a good about, I think, 10% off of it when I bought it about two weeks ago. But I sold it um, because I might. I might re-enter it later, um, but yeah, I just wanted to lock the profit in Google and then uh, maybe re-enter it later. Um, Tesla, unfortunately, I bought like maybe a month ago, so now I'm finally positive on it, uh, about 6% up on it. Um, but uh, it went after what I bought it a month ago. It went through like a dip, like a precipitous dip, um, like a very large dip. I don't know, like fifteen percent or, or more. Uh, and then now it's finally uh, going back up to its uh, price that it was at a month ago. So, yeah, I don't know if it's a good time to buy Tesla right now. It's probably going to go back down again at some point, just because it's so volatile. Um, and and the car making industry is still in flux um with the pandemic and uh yeah just too many unknowns there um and tesla in general is just that stock is just volatile but stocks like apple microsoft google um those are just large companies uh probably very capable of weathering um the pandemic and there's a lot less volatility, so uh, if you, I think those are almost like sure guaranteed to go back up, but with the upside being a lot more capped. With the more uncertainty there is, the more upside there is, so yeah, those are those are some considerations to, to consider when deciding what stocks to invest upon. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been getting a little greedier, like Man, some of these stocks dropped like super much during this pandemic. So if they shoot back up to their original price, this might be very simple, like simplistic thinking. But if they shoot back up, then the gains and the upside that you um, like to be had there is quite significant. So, yes, so many thoughts to distract you um, in the stock market. And these thoughts make it difficult to be confident about certain decision um, in stocks um, 
Yeah. So those are my non-expert uh, thoughts on the stock market. Um, yeah. And something else I've been doing during this time is playing the piano a lot. Uh, I used to play it um, quite a bit when I was in middle school, elementary school. Uh, and then I stopped for a while and then I picked it back up after after college. Yeah, when I started working, got myself uh, like a piano, electric piano, maybe in like 2016, I think. Yeah, 2016, yeah, ish. Uh, like for like 500 bucks off of Amazon. It's a nice Yamaha one. Yamaha. That's the brand. Um, and like if you play a lot of piano, um, well, at least what I do is I don't just try to get the notes right. I don't try to get my just my technique right. I, uh, I, like there's some thoughts about life that come into my head, like parallels I draw between the piano um, and life. So like one of the parallels that I drew was like when you make a mistake in piano, like when I when I play the piano, I make a mistake. I would try to go back and try to correct that mistake. So if I hit like wrong note. Like oops, before moving on, I go back and I try to hit the right note, and then I move on. Um, and then sometimes I, I make a lot of mistakes, so that happened frequently. But then I was like, "Huh, this doesn't like sound very good." Um, so what I would try instead was, "How about I just play the whole piece? Even if I make a mistake, I'll just move on. Let like just." Yeah, move on from the mistake. Don't dwell on it. And then when I did that, um, the the music just sounded better. Um, so then I thought to myself, "Huh, this is like an automatic thought." Huh? I was like, "It's kind of how it is with life. Like, if you make a mistake and you dwell on it, you let that mistake define your experience. But if you make that mistake, just move on from it. Let whatever future." And whatever actions you take after define um, your time more, then your experience will be more defined by those actions than that mistake. You do not let that mistake um, define that experience. Uh, so yeah, that's that was a parallel I drew from life too, like with between life and and, and piano. Because uh, like if you dwell on the mistake in life too, it just consumes you. And it holds you back as well. Um, I also I also used to play some basketball, uh, and in basketball there's that lessons there as well. Like I used to play organized basketball in high school, and one of the themes that the coaches would try to uh, emphasize is if you make a mistake, just move on. If you foul, uh, just move on. Think about the next play. Think about the next play. Don't get too down. Or if you take a shot and you miss it, like. The next shot you take, the missed shot shouldn't be on your mind. Uh, like, just keep shooting, just keep shooting. Don't let the mistakes define the rest of your experience. So that's that's also a theme in basketball. But like, what the difference is with piano and basketball in how you deal with mistakes is in basketball, the the clock, like the 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 natural. Uh, need for the game to proceed because of the clock winding down or the refs just saying hey push the um, next play 
Like there are other extrinsic factors that force resumption of play in basketball. Uh, so you're forced to not dwell on your mistake. You have other factors helping you not dwell on the mistake. Um, but in piano, it's it's more intrinsic. Like there's no clock. You're playing at your own pace. And if you mis make a mistake, you hear it. And then you, your fingers and your mind can choose to go back and pause or proceed. Like you make that decision yourself. Um, so that's why uh, the agency, like your agency, your individual agency um, and your mental fortitude really. I'm talking about mental fortitude in piano. It does sound a little bit ridiculous. Like it's not a very... Doesn't require mental toughness, but um, let's say call, let's call it mental discipline. You do need mental discipline in piano. So, like your mental discipline plays a bigger factor in being able to move on from that mistake than in basketball, perhaps. Um, yeah, I'm sure you can debate that because I mean, it's still a mental thing. You make a mistake in basketball, even though the ref says you got to play on, or like the opponents are moving around, so you have to. You have to correspond to that movement. Um, like even with that, you can mentally be stuck in the mistake, so that can consume you. But like, f there's physical. That's a, there's, there's still a physical aid um, in the refs, in the clock, in in the opponents forcing you to move in a certain way that helps you remember you should move on from the mistake. Okay, I I just I rambled, but that's uh. That's a yeah. That's a, that, that's a parallel I've drawn across basketball, life, and piano. Um, yeah, and I thought, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, and as you, as with any other hobby, when you're trying to get better, you focus on the details to get better at that particular hobby. So in piano, like, like there's some technique involved in piano, and when you hit a note. And then you go on to the next note and you have to do it in a rapid succession across many notes. Some people would like go up and down with the wrist. The wrist wouldn't be uh, as firm. And that was a mistake I think I made or it was it was a point that I wasn't quite mindful of. So I would I would fix that. I would like try to recall like, how do I move across the notes and play the notes in, in a fast and precise enough manner and then I realized, oh yeah, keeping the wrist still or like not using your wrist to make notes stronger, um, like as you glide through the notes, that helps with speed and precision. Um, yeah, like yeah, and you get obsessed about these details. Not obsessed. Um, you get uh, you pay attention to these details. You dedicate some attention to these details. You notice them, and you appreciate them. And in appreciating them, you enjoy them, uh, because this craft and hobby that you're working on, you discover all these different details that make it work. You 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 learn that it's not as simple; it's complex. Uh, because it's complex, you need to dedicate time to it. So, the hobby demands your respect to it. Uh, yeah. I mean, just that interplay of all those things that I said make it a rewarding experience. So, yeah, that's my 
That's my spiel on the piano. Um, yeah. I mean, those are just some of my thoughts. Uh, I'm sure I'll have more. I'm an overthinker. Alright, well, thanks for listening to whoever is out there listening. Um, yeah, make sure you stay safe. Uh, yeah, until next time. Bye.